Sounds good. All right. All right. Hi, this is Jeff Lee here, uh, political partner of the Truman National Security Project. And this is Jessica Lee, Senior Research Fellow at the Quincy Institute. And we wanted to make sure to have a conversation today about the rising uh, hate crimes that are happening among Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders here. Um, you might recall that during COVID-19 times, we've seen record numbers here, you know, over 150% increase of hate and crime in the largest U.S. cities in the country here, even in the state of California, having over 100% hate crime. Uh, increases here. And certainly, um, I wanted to talk about some of the work I've been working on on these issues here, um, particularly on trying to encourage the Biden administration uh, to be focusing on three groups within Asian American Pacific Islanders. They're really serious about, um, you know, supporting uh, the community in this, this challenging time. One is with women, two is with small business, and three is with seniors. And so much of the case that, you know, women of color, in particular Asian American Pacific Islander women, uh, have been targeted during this time and also have had uh, the difficult challenges of not being able to return in the workforce. And certainly there's been discussions and in investments in childcare, daycare, and elder care. Uh, those are important in the next incoming infrastructure discussion here. But there does need to be do doing more to specifically provide support that's culturally appropriately appropriate with English language proficiency, um, you know, manners that are supported, and that these small businesses are also uh, encouraged. I mean, over 80% of surveyed businesses experience negative effects here, and one in five Asian American businesses don't expect to survive the year. So, so much is going to be required to do more. Uh, one area to look at uh, for economic investments, the state of California recently put out a historic package of $156 million to support uh, Asian businesses and Asian programs and services, that'll be significant. And one area that hasn't been talked about as much, but really deserves attention, has been on the growing uh, vulnerability that um, AAPI seniors have had here. Uh, you might have seen videos, horrible videos of uh, seniors being beaten up in public uh, spaces and <laughs> while people were simply, unfortunately, just watching. So much more investment should be made by Congress and the Biden administration to provide funding for training sessions, safety programs, information campaigns, and even civic community self-defense. And it is a critical piece because AAPI adults um, have been feeling more um, isolated, and certainly that will be heightened by increased um, poverty rates and even, unfortunately, increased rates of suicide. So the Biden administration is serious about working these issues, AAPI women, small businesses, and senior adults. I'll, I'll give the floor here to Jess. Thanks so much, Jeff. Um, as a Asian American woman and a former AAPI uh, community organizer, I can't uh, thank you enough for what you're doing to shine light on this issue. Um, I think some of us uh, who watched uh, the signing of the COVID-19 uh, Hate Crimes Act thought, well, now we have a law <laughs> and, uh, you know, <laughs> it should improve now, right? <laughs> but as you point out, there's so much nuance uh, that is needed in this discussion uh, and groups that are, you know, going to be left out unless we have a, a more calibrated strategy to address all of these uh, disadvantaged groups. So thank you, Jeff. Um, I'll just make uh, three points based on a recent article on foreign affairs uh, that you and I have chatted about. I was really honored to write it with Russell Jung. Um, and, you know, basically we tackled this issue of how demonizing an entire nation can lead to demonization of Asian Americans here at home. Um, and, you know, the, the first point we make in this foreign affairs article um, is that just because the commander in chief stops using overtly racist terms like Kung flu virus uh, to discuss the COVID pandemic doesn't mean that the pandemic of racism 
uh, will go away. In fact, as you pointed out, research uh, shows opposite. Um, you know, according to Stop API, uh, anti-Asian violence has grown by 164% in the first quarter of this year compared to same quarter last year. And a study by the Center for Study of Hate and Extremism uh, in San Bernardino uh, found that anti-Asian hate crimes went up by 150% between last year uh, and this uh, 2019 and 2020. Um, and so I think, you know, having uh, having this illusion that somehow things are fine because President Biden uh, is in the White House, I think is simply uh, naive and, and, you know, untrue. Secondly, the reason that anti-Asian violence has not only sustained but grown uh, over, you know, the last year and a half uh, is in part due to the threat inflation and the exaggeration of China's threat to the United States, which I think has created a great deal of anxiety, resentment and hatred. Um, and that is being uh, expressed, you know, in, in part uh, through these uh, hate incidents and hate crimes against Asian Americans. And finally, I think it's really important when we talk about this issue to be historically conscious of the discrimination against minorities, not just Asian Americans, that date back to as late as 1850s when Chinese laborers first came to the United States. And more, perhaps most egregiously in 1942, uh, when 110 Japanese and Japanese American citizens were in, uh, put into 12 concentration camps across this country. So I think the point is, you know, this overheated Cold War framing uh, and sensibilities about China is really uh, having a, a, a profoundly negative impact on Asian Americans uh, by association. And so we need a more balanced understanding of U.S.-Chinese ties. Uh, and we need a, a relationship that, frankly, will help us to address the, the, the deepening climate crisis and, and glo um, global pandemics and other challenges that really the, uh, one country can't tackle alone. So I'll stop there, Jeff, and um, whatever time we have left, I'd love to get your reaction and just go back and forth. <laughs> you know, there's a lot going on here. And, and Jess, with five seconds left, what do you think is going to happen next year? <laughs> I think we just need to uh, be vigilant and 